0: getting going
1: yeah let's Recording. The oh, no. Road. Yeah. oh no
0: yeah we
1: don't know what to do what do we do
0: <laughs> well what do we do let's uh get to our agenda here
1: we open the show yeah that <laughs> that sounds funny that sounds that funny, sounds, that sounds funny.
0: Then that's right this is the show that sounds funny we are on the week of june 1st 2021 episode 31 we are two blind brothers and a blind sister telling it the way we see it Uh, and i am your host keith and with me are
1: and hey,
0: All righty. And just to maybe give a heads up, all the listeners probably don't really care much. <laughs> I hope, maybe, I don't know. Uh, there could be some technical difficulties, uh, which will be more an issue for our end. So hopefully we don't mess things up too badly. But uh, just let the people know up front yeah uh so this is the part of the show we like to open up with what's new so what's new with you
1: does anyone have a question oh well i'm assuming everybody had barbecue um for memorial day yesterday and yeah. had no the beans and all no, the good side no. dishes no you didn't get any barbecue or beans or macaroni no. none. none of that uh, you missed it all anyway
0: we, we did have a, a, a cookout bread. uh scheduled last friday there was going to be a birthday party for a particular now a 10 year old kid in the house uh Woo-hoo. it didn't quite work, didn't quite work out but I, we did have uh hamburgers and stuff for the next day so well, the fire was around where
1: I was going with the story is um well, the beans in our house, they kind oh. of affect people. You know how that happens?
0: No, tell and, us. Bees? Oh, no, <laughs> I'm allergic to bees. And onions, too, huh? beans and onions. Trying,
1: trying to sleep, me and this man that I'm married to were trying to blow each other out of bed.
0: <laughs> oh. you, were, you were sleeping under a hot air balloon. Now.
1: Concept. I thought you said
0: bees. Bzz. Yeah, B
1: E A N S, beans.
0: Oh, man, I thought you said beans. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, not
0: not the honey kind, the uh the the musical kind.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. well we decided they're kind of like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get when they come out. <laughs> yeah. Kind of kind of like Forrest Gump's box of chocolates. Some of them are nice and some of them ain't so nice.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: so yeah that's Sounds. my funny story for the week we were trying to kill each other with toxic fumes last night
0: all right well yeah <laughs> you know, if I won, i've been known to let some loose it'll peel the wallpaper off the walls yeah just feed terry <laughs> some onions with those beans some and... raw onions man that'll do it for me every time you want stinky yeah oh. <laughs> yeah sounds like the voice of experience just ask your wife
1: huh no, definitely
0: <laughs> i went and got my swimming pool all ready it's ready the water's clear but it's too cold to swim in pool party at terry's as soon as it heats up and i went to me and my wife got our barbecue grill out We had it up against the house we turned we put ours up against the, the knobs up against the house Cause we have grandchildren, we don't want them to turn the knobs, even though you turn your propane off. We still do it that way just to be a little safer. Uh-huh. We had our grill, I think I lost everybody. Nope, and oh, so that's we go. Now, yeah, now, everybody's back, and so okay. then I so then we spun it around and then we went to turn it on. And my wife couldn't, like, figure out how to work the, the lighter. And so then <laughs> she, well, she went to the store and bought a lighter and some matches. she came come back from the store and went to light it. It still didn't work.
2: Hmm.
0: Is the gas on? I'd take the gas. And so we were out of gas. <laughs> oh, well. <that> would <laughs> so, do it. Then, so then this is how our day went. So then she took the can the gas can down to the store, came back with the last one they had that would fit our grill. And so then we put it on there, and we go to crank it up. And, you know, you got uh, three big burners on the grill, and only the one on the right lit. The mm-hmm. one little, it doesn't work. The knob stuck. The one on the left was stuck. I tried to unstick it. I broke it. <laughs> so <laughs> we had... One burner to cook on. I was like, boy, well, I'm glad we weren't expecting a bunch of people to come over. Yeah, You were right. having
1: all kinds of problems with your big gas drill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then. Uh, so, was it stuck in the open position or were they stuck closed? No, I mean, they're, they're closed. You're like, you had know, to put in on them and turn. I pushed they were just stuck, all gummed up or something. And oh. so it, it ended up snapping and breaking. I mean, you could just spin it around in a circle. It didn't oh. fall off. But no, I just different. wondered if your kids would have opened them to drain your tank and then they kind of got maybe rusted open or something. <laughs> no. So then we called Lowe's this morning and ordered one on the internet and my wife told me it was a big ass grill. Big <laughs> gas grill. You got to set a G in the right place here, Terry. Big <laughs> gas, gas grill. Big ass grill and big gas grill. Mm-hmm. So, okay, And so we ordered a big gas grill and it was the last day they were on sale, 180 bucks at Lowe's, and they're delivering it Thursday, the third. We get our new gas, big ass grill, Somewhere yeah. big ass hamburger. I mean,
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no G in, in, in
0: hamburger there. <laughs> big, <they're turning. laughs> big hamburgers. And so, anyway, that's my little funny story of everything that. We want.
1: Well, we.
0: I just have a little short one with a certain granddaughter that lives here out of the blue apparently asked her dad, why is a grandpa so silly all the time? <laughs> to, to which her dad replied, where do you think you get it from? <laughs> to which grandpa replied, did not you know I have a PhD in silly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, just a moment.
1: You must make her laugh a lot.
0: Or something. <laughs> I think I just make her annoyed.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> I have one of those too. A granddaughter, and she was here yesterday. After we got everything cooked, we got everything cooked. We ate, put everything away, and they came walking through the door.
1: Oh, that's uh. the way it goes. <laughs> <The> Timing, <laughs> yeah.
0: And and then all she wants to do is she's what three. It's going to be three in August, and all she wants to do is walk around and sing songs. "Twinkle, twinkle, little star," and I was teaching her the bear song from Boy Scouts camp. And oh, did he it- retire the like, pajama bear. song? No, the I saw <laughs> a way out there song and sing it for us. <laughs> eh, eh. oh i really don't want to okay well don't that's okay the pink oh, pajama well. <laughs> song is more fun than it's not quite as long oh
1: what's the pajama song tell us that one
0: i wore my pink pajamas in the summer when it's hot i wore my flannel nighty in the winter when it's not and sometimes in the springtime and sometimes in the fall i jump between the sheets with nothing on at all oh <laughs> glory glory hallelujah glory glory what's it to you or, Bali breezes blowing right through you, nothing on at all. Yeah. Well, that's how I sleep every day. I don't have to be my you know, That's a little bit of TMI for our instances, but <laughs> we're, we're this is our nighttime episode here. We're recording a little later in the evening. Yeah, this is the evening after hours episode. <laughs> well, well you, you obviously don't have toddlers who live in your house so therefore you can get by with that yeah well let's move into our news
1: segment do you have any holidays this week for happy holiday
0: may the calendar keep bringing happy holidays Oh yeah, holidays! I do have some holidays.
2: (laughs) I like to hear those. In
0: fact, there is a bunch of holidays, and this week of June, starting with June first, Tuesday, it is Dare Day today, and it has been all day. I, I I assume that means like the the drug program.
1: Oh, I was thinking like you dare somebody to do something.
0: It may be, it doesn't really say, is special interest <laughs> activities fun. So maybe it is you're daring somebody, truth or dare, but we don't have time for that.
2: <laughs> <There's> <laughs> a lot
0: of holidays coming up here. Uh, today also is flip a coin day. It's the global day of parents relationship. It is the international tabletop day,
1: tabletop. national
0: go barefoot day. National High Maneuver Day. National Nail Polish Day. National Olive Day. National Say Something. Uh, oh, no, just, Terry just left a meeting. It threw me out of whack here.
1: Yeah, I'll say, I heard him. I don't know if he's why he left, but he'll be back, He'll probably. You can keep reading your holidays.
0: Oh, national you say something nice day, but my computer kept insisting it was pronounced say something nice day.
1: Oh.
0: Uh, it's Pen Pal Day, Stand for Children Day, Wear a Dress Day.
1: Yeah, you guys World, wear a dress. <laughs>
0: World Milk Day. I'm telling you, it's a lot of stuff today. Wow. World Wreath Awareness Day. Woo! And that's all just today. Goodness. June 1st. There's a lot of holidays out there. If
1: you didn't find a holiday there that you couldn't do, then you'll have to make up your own.
0: (laughs) I know. That's enough for all week long. but, But it continues. June 2nd, Wednesday. Global Running Day. Italian Republic Day. National leave the office early day. <laughs> so that's tomorrow or Wednesday. By the time people hear this, it'll be today, I guess. Yeah. Uh, June 3rd, Thursday. National egg day. Uh, National moonshine day.
1: Moonshine.
0: <laughs> National repeat day.
1: Repeat and repeat.
0: Yeah. World bicycle day. World cider Day. So yeah, repeat that one, especially that moonshine yeah. part.
1: <laughs> and that day there, June third is one of my granddaughter's birthday and she'll be ten. Right. You were saying you had a ten year old birthday last week. She'll be ten. Terry
0: just came back in the room. so here we go. Okay, Here's, here comes Terry back in here again.
1: All right. I think you're up to June 4th now on your holidays, unless you kept your spot there.
0: Yeah. Well, n- now that Terry's back, that's the show. So thanks for listening. See
1: so <laughs>
0: <laughs> Okay. We actually were on June 4th. Yeah, yeah, we're here. Uh, June 4th, Friday. National Cheese Day. National Donut Day. National Hug Your Cat Day.
1: Hug your cat while you eat your cheese donut. We can mix them all together.
0: Yeah. Just keep it away from the cat. Yeah. Get that hair all over it. (laughs) Uh, June 5th, Saturday. Constitution Day. National Prairie Day. World Environment Day. Man, June 1st had a bunch for everybody. Now we're starting to get slim on these again. Right. June 6th, Sunday, D-Day, National Cancer Survivors Day, National Eyewear Day, meaning eyeglasses, National Gardening Exercise Day, National Yo-Yo Day. Yo-Yo, yo-yo. That'd be a good one to do on a repeat day.
1: Yeah, open down, open down.
0: <laughs> it's also a Queensland day, Russian language day. And then finally, next Monday, June the 7th, National Chocolate Ice Cream Day.
2: Mm. Prince's
0: birthday, meaning, you know, the art, artist formerly known as and then known again as Prince' birthday.
1: And he passed away. so Which actually
0: is not really fair, because I understand he was a Christian scientist, and they don't celebrate birthdays, or whatever, Jehovah's Witness, whoever that is, it is that doesn't celebrate birthdays. Oh. yeah, no. It's a Western Australia that. Day, and that's the week. Whoa. So we started out strong, and we ended up with some puny days there towards the end of that week and in the middle oh. i lost internet connection so now i have on my phone
1: yeah. oh, we wondered what happened to you
0: we just now thought my, you my, know my, you got mad and left or something no my internet blew. there ain't no internet in my right now oh wow you broke it well it's now it's time for news so
1: oh, it's time for news can you do your news terry or no yeah <laughs> yeah okay All stories
0: have to do with
1: animals
0: for some reason. They're just in the news. It's summertime, summertime. My pool's open, and so are all the animals in the swimming pools. All right. (laughs) First story, it takes place in Key West, Florida. A woman had to call wildlife officials because... There was an alligator swimming in her backyard pool. Oh, oh. wow! <laughs> yeah. they, they're like, "Hey, this swamp is really clean. <laughs> 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 There's no stagnant water or nothing. <laughs> Pretty water." And, and the the came the wildlife people came with poles and was like poking it, like, "Hey, time to get out of the pool," you know. <laughs> and <laughs> because they're endangered they want to be careful you know not to harm it and so they're poking up with the poles they're going get out of the pool get out of the pool and it eventually got a- aggravated irritated and <coughs> jumped out so, of the pool so, so they they just had to annoy them to death before instead of doing anything mean to the alligators so what you should right. do is had your grandkids come over I got some annoying somewhere. I was thinking annoying pool.
1: <laughs> we used to have a floaty thing. It was a great big and shaped like an alligator. <laughs> Maybe they would have tried to climb on it and ride it like that floaty. Uh. <laughs> uh, is that the end of your story?
0: Or, or did you have more details for us on that? No. <laughs> uh, not really.
1: Um all right i got one about a 97 year old man that went to college oh no in, in illinois he uh started he his college up career when he was 17 but this was back before world war ii was like he's he a got slow drafted. yeah he <laughs> got drafted into the military and had to go off to war and when he came back he had to start working at his family's business His name is Bill Gossett and it took him 80 years to get his uh, associates in science. I was thinking that too, he must be a really slow learner but he had to wait till he had the time to get his degree. And um, I'm wondering how many people are knocking down his door to hire him with his degree yeah, me, if I'm 97, I think I would want to just sit back and retire and not worry about it. I,
0: I'm too old to work,
1: go away. Degree and, yeah,
0: I've been retired for 30 years now. It took me five <laughs> years to get mine, but I was totally blind. It's, it's, yeah. it's hard to get it, and when you can see, you know, it's a two year degree, but still, you know,
1: but it's yeah. but he's pretty <laughs> tough, huh?
0: Well, I. I it's been some time ago. I heard a story similar to that some years ago where the guy actually finished his degree, but he didn't make it to the graduation. And it took him that long for the school to find out where he went to because <laughs> well, he, went he off actually to...
1: graduated last year, this guy. But because of COVID, hmm. he had to wait till this year to get his diploma. Uh-huh
0: yeah it's a different story from what I'm thinking of because one I was thinking of it, the guy actually did get it but because of going off to war to college didn't know what happened to him it took him that long to catch up with him. Anyway, uh, wow, that's that's good it's still an accomplishment, you know, yeah, after all this time. Well, I don't have an awful lot in the way of stories, but I do have one called Walter the Friendly Grouse. And if you don't know, (laughs) the grouse is a kind of a bird Uh, in New London, New Hampshire. Some people are greeted by the family dog, but for this family, they're greeted by a family grouse. The birds started coming around last month while the family was away on vacation And the wife posted on Facebook about this, you know, bird pops up and greets them when they come home. And they named you Walter. And he just kind of made himself a fixture. They thought it was just a fluke, but he just keeps coming around. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bird has perched on the husband's shoulder, has visited his workstation, you know, like a workshop in the backyard. Uh, However, the bird is not quite so friendly around the daughters. He appears to chase them away uh, down the driveway in their cars. He chases them like a velociraptor, they say. Uh, So apparently the daughters are older. They they don't live there. They they come for a visit. The bird chases them away. He's like a watch bird. (laughs) Watch dog bird. Yeah
1: don't park that car here. I'm a big bird and I'll leave a nice big mess on it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I got a big animal bigger than that. Then, your next story. My next one takes place in India. That little country over there in Asia area. The one that handles all those telemarketer calls? <laughs> <laughs> They can't control their elephants, apparently. A baby elephant stumbled and fell into a water reservoir. Apparently, they have big pools of, uh, I guess, like a cement pond, you know, Mm. (laughs) with the retaining walls in India that have, they capture the rainwater and they use it to irrigate these villages and a baby elephant fell in and mm. couldn't get out because it had the high walls around it. And so the, uh, uh, what was it called? The animal uh, conservationist and stuff. Went and they, the mama elephant was there watching and trying to rescue her My little, poor little, little baby. <laughs> little Dumbo fly, Dumbo fly, but yeah, with <laughs> yeah.
1: that magic feather,
0: they busted down part of the forefoot, enough of the wall to where they could get the elephant and was able to get it untrapped out of the big pool of water. Yeah. And the mommy the elephant. We're safe. And they played that baby elephant song as they walked
1: away.
0: What you got, Jill?
1: Well, my story happened in Utah. This happened a little while back. There was a SUV driving down the road, and it was driving sporadically going back and forth between the lanes and speeding up and slowing down so the police decided to pull it over they thought maybe there was somebody having a medical emergency or a drunk driver or something and when they get up and to the window to see who's driving well it's a five-year-old boy um, he had gotten his family's car v- or SUV keys when his sister had was supposed to be watching him and she fell asleep and he told the police that he was on his way to California to buy him a Porsche.
0: It's like those all those video games. He has this down pad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and he, the police officer said he was going to buy a Porsche and he only had $3 on him. So I don't know what kind of Porsche he was going to buy for $3. But that's where he was headed to.
0: <laughs> you can't even buy a Hot Wheel version for that kind, can you? Anywhere?
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> that kind yeah. of money?
0: Yeah. Hot Wheel. <laughs>
1: That was kind of a different story right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all those uh, those uh, years of playing uh, uh, those, oh, what's the name of the video game that's the kids play? Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, that Grand, one, yeah, Grand Theft, Theft. Auto. <laughs> yeah, that's what know. I was trying to think of. Well. Today. Terry had a, a gator story, and I got one about a Texas or a Louisiana gator who swaps life at a Texas getaway. Have you guys heard <laughs> about this story?
1: He's going on vacation. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, Padre Island seashore in Texas, which apparently is near Corpus Christi. Uh, if you sure, don't know where Corpus Christi, Texas is, you know how the, the state is shaped, it hits the panhandle top, it gets really wide, and it comes down to a point at the bottom? Yeah. Well, Corpus Christi is down there near the point someplace. Oh. Now, Louisiana is up near the panhandle. So this gator swam along the coast in saltwater all the way down the coast of Texas, and where they found it, him or her, I don't know down there oh. near Cor- corpus christi wow now they say that gators can live in salt water they don't much like it but they have been known to be out in the ocean swimming not very far from the shore uh, so they figure it must have swam down and came up came to land to uh, get out of the salt and maybe you know get <laughs> go, get back into some swamps or whatever
1: but <laughs> it, it, get the, out the, of the salt Water, I bet he gets in somebody's swimming pool
0: and rinses off and goes back. I know that must be it. But they they, they know it's a Louisiana gator because it did have a tag on it uh, and identified itself of where it came from. You know, huh. it was in the salt water, so it could tan its hide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, There we go. It, it was looking for a friend so they could they could make some alligator shoes and purses and stuff and
1: tan their hides. <laughs> Anyway, I don't have any more stories. Do you have another one, Terry? Got
0: like two or three or four more, but (laughs) this one here, there was a Wisconsin couple went on a tour to Alaska, on the thing, and so they were on the cruise boat, not like the big love boat thing, but they're on a uh, a tour boat. And they saw in the river a black bear with a little baby bear on its back, piggybacking, swimming across the river. They watched the bear go across. But then the mama bear and the baby bear got out. And then the people on the boat noticed there was another baby cub in the water that was struggling and going under. Mm -hmm. And so they went over to it. And pulled the baby bear cub out of the water onto the boat, and it killed them all. No, I'm kidding. And- <laughs> <Bear-mageddon>. <laughs> <laughs> pulled the bear again. They put him on the boat and wrapped it up in towels and dried it off, and and then they, you know, went to shore. They called the wildlife people and they yelled at them for doing it because they would, I guess, they would rather have the baby cub drown. They say you shouldn't mess with. You know them like that. You know the nature and stuff. The the mama could come. Well, yeah, because you don't know about what, what the mama bear is going to do. Assuming it was the same mama bear, right? Mm-hmm. And stuff. So, but uh, they rescued a baby bear that was drowning in a river in Alaska.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, but that water was cold.
0: <laughs>
1: they should have just kind of hollered, "Hey, mama bear, here's one of your kids." <laughs> Why bring in the Humane Society or whoever they call the rescue?
0: Yeah, I, I guess they could have just sat there and watched because maybe the omelet bear would have made it back out to rescue the baby cub. You uh, never can tell, but... Do you have any other teeth? I got one. Yeah, I do have at least another one here. Um, apparently, down there in Australia... They are going through a plague of ravenous, destructive mice.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sounds funny, but it really is a serious problem. Uh, the story is really kind of long, so I'll try to keep it short. But in Australia, this this time of the year, they're having their winter months, and all winter there has been mice apparently everywhere. Just it looks normal during the day. But once the sun starts to go down, they say that the fields are just crawling like a, a living carpet covered with mice
2: oh, that wow. are just
0: plaguing uh, everything and eating everything in sight. They get into the hay bales that they have set up for their animals. You can walk by and bam, smack them with a big piece of sheet metal. And then mice are scurrying everywhere. Wow. Uh, they say it's so bad. You know, cause mice, if you don't know, uh, they don't care where they are. They'll pee and poop anywhere, especially and even where they eat and drink. And so mice are uh, polluting the water supply for animals and some human water supplies with all their mice feces and urine, making people and animals sick. Uh, and so it's gotten to be really bad and they can only do so much with putting out poison for the mice. And I guess their cat population is getting really fat. <laughs> <laughs> Not to mention their owl population, they had to walk around and catch the mice. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: but they say they're hoping that just as quickly as plagues like that will spring up, that they will die away because once the mice go through the food supply, they will kind of shrivel up and die. They'll, they'll, I mean, mice literally will eat their own young. Uh, in, in themselves if they need to where's the but, pine
1: piper when you need him
0: <laughs> i know uh, but they're hoping they'll die off before it's time to to plant uh for, for us it'll be the fall but for them it'll be the spring so wow uh, mice plagues in australia
1: that's weird i didn't know that was a problem i didn't know
0: i told uh, my wife this story she said my our, our oldest son, Chris, the wild moose, had heard about this. Is this not the first year it's happened? It's been going on for a couple of years down there now, he says. Huh. Mm. Lots of mice.
1: My... Yeah. They should capture them and uh, make it where they can't reproduce. What's that called? Sterilize
0: them. Like microwave them. <laughs>
1: microwave them, that'd work too. <laughs> Well, I have
0: another story. I don't have a bunch of mice, but in Gatlinburg, Tennessee, again, down in Tennessee, in the Smoky Mountain area, in the Chalet Village, some high school people were going to have a pool party, and they were having a party, and they started to go outside, and the kids started screaming, and they ran back in. Because there was not one, not two, three, four, five, or six, but seven black bears playing in the swimming pool. That's and, what I was going to up there in Alaska. No, in Gatlinburg. And they they were doing cannonballs and going down the water slides. No. These bears? Were, wow. We, we could only imagine, yeah, sure. Are wow. so they? were in the pool swimming around They watched them for a while and you know they they kept trying to go outside and kind of try to scare them off and eventually they just they all just got up together and got out of the pool and and left and they say you know again and you know don't when you see bears out in the wild you know they may be anywhere you know and you shouldn't approach them don't feed them. <laughs> you yeah, that, that's a good point, because if you feed them, they'll come back, because they know where to find food. <laughs>
1: Yogi Bear's picnic basket.
0: Oh, <laughs> I yeah. to throw? Well, You need to get a big, giant floaty and put in the middle. Scare boy. They oh. better not come get in my pool. Just slip yeah. an alligator in there with them. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget what I had in mind. I had a big inflatable something out there a couple years ago. Oh, I know what it was. I put my sixteen foot canoe in my pool a year or so ago
1: <laughs> to keep the cover up.
0: Well, I could have, but my grandsons wanted to see what it was like to. Oh,
1: get while to do it was open, spot. you put it in there.
0: I said, if you drag it up here to the steps, I'll put it in the pool, and they <laughs> did. You know, and I put it in the pool. They got mm-hmm. in it and uh, wanted me to get in. I said, I've been in a canoe before. You guys just. Have fun. I'm just making sure you don't rip up my liner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Don't dip it over and knock themselves out.
0: Didn't (laughs) have no bears in my pool, but you know. That kind of goes into another last story that I have about a guy. Uh oh, I lost my quit working.
1: Oh.
0: There's a man Hmm?
1: Go ahead. I was gonna tell you something, but go ahead.
0: There's a man in Canada who was kayaking not canoeing Oh, here we go it's finally working again a uh, there was a red squirrel who fell out of a tree in a lake his fishing in new brunswick canada and there was a bunch of bass that was attacking the squirrel they thought the squirrel was food White
1: mouse bass was
0: going to eat that squirrel tail. <laughs> Big ass yeah, they, they, they thought the squirrel was really a, a really tiny baby bear. We'll show you. <laughs> you eat it, Your mom eats us all the time. where are going to get you. It might have been all the fuzzy hair they thought was a little bunch of worms or something. I don't know. Oh. They were attacking the little squirrel, his struggling, struggling. And the guy came with his kayak and took the paddle and lifted it up on the paddle and I guess he, he carried it to shore but I would have just catapulted it gave it you know? <laughs> uh, those
1: bass fish were acting like little piranhas <laughs> to that poor little squirrel
0: uh, <laughs> I thought you, you was going to say he bonked it on the head and grounded it or something <laughs> 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 about splash. Misery? don't splash they won't eat you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well I do have w- one more at least here It doesn't have to do with animals or anything. It has to do with what's called Operation Thou Shalt Not Steal. And it nabs uh, suspects that were stealing from churches down in Tallahassee, Florida. Apparently, a group of about, I think it's six is how many the article said, uh, people from Russia or if it wasn't russia it was like belarus or one of those countries over there uh during the the days of covid of course churches rely on donations and a lot of people that don't attend church they'll just you know mail their check-in for their tithes and offerings and whatnot so this group of thieves worked it out so that they they were based in tallahassee but they covered a large part of the state of florida they would drive to a church check out its mailbox if there's any checks they took them and uh, they they had a central bank where they would take and deposit these checks as soon as they would clear they would make a withdrawal and put them into other banks so it made it difficult to figure out who and when and where uh, had these checks and the money but good news is they finally did catch at least four out of the six thieves and they are in jail
1: Good, that's where they need to be.
0: Gamers. They're just gamers.
1: and darn thieves. Yeah. Well, I actually heard one on the TV tonight about out in California, people are robbing the Walgreens and CVS stores, oh. and there's nothing that the people, the, the cashiers can't do nothing about it, because Boy. unless it's over $950, it's not a, a punishable crime
0: it's not a felony it's still punishable but it's like petty theft instead of larcen- right or something.
1: but then they set out on the sidewalks they're selling the stuff the people that steal it go out and set up a little store outside and sell the stuff they just stole <laughs> <laughs> I'm like geez, how would they like it if somebody walked by and stole the stuff they just stole
0: and <laughs> there we go the cashiers should go out there and steal their stuff and put it steal back it on the
1: back right
0: they should do that why don't they think
1: hi, hi. I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www. Your Avon dot com, front slash T Hogan health sleep. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. So we are got
0: to do the words. First yeah. another word out of you, and out you go. Uh, Just well, silly words. words. All right, <laughs> weird words, weird words. We'll, okay. we'll do the words.
1: We're not wordy. We're not wordy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Exibilation is our first word.
0: Word up! Wow. Exibilation.
1: X S I B I L. A T I O oh, N. Very excited. Sibilation.
0: Sibyl, yeah, well, like Ex-sibyl. sibling, and X means your former sibling. So you're going to kill off <laughs> her brother or sister.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: <Go> <laughs> well, go like ahead, Terry, <laughs> well, like Terry said, you're, you're excited about your sibling. I don't know. Excitedly kill them all. <laughs> well, yeah, there we go. Combine both of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wrong. Oh. It means booing from the audience.
0: Oh like that dog is barking at us. Bawding.
1: Boo. Huh?
0: <laughs> like like the dogs barking at us, they're booing us. That's dog, yeah. doggy style booing. Peanut gallery. What's the answer? Uh booing from the audience. Oh, is that what it is?
1: Yeah. The next word is. God watery,
0: dog it, water.
1: God, G O oh. D W O T T E R Y. God wettery maybe.
0: God, God wettery. Watery.
1: Hmm. wettery that, watery. that's what
0: what God does with His garden whenever the grasses turn on brown. <laughs>
1: he waters it. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, that's funny. What do you think, Terry?
0: It's like the Catholics doing the babies, water it, sprinkle it, <laughs> makes the babies yeah. grow. Wow. That's
1: all what <laughs> that's for.
0: <laughs> I have no idea.
1: That word it just means nonsense. God watery. There
0: you go. I do. Did, Didn't have nothing to do. That, with that's what not. this whole segment is about. Is nonsense. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> this next <laughs> one's even more fun. It's called Goomba. G O O Zumba, Goo with a G O O M B A H. It's an Italian
0: word, you goomba. Exactly, <laughs> it's a, somebody who's an idiot or a moron or a <laughs> goomba. Yeah. I think that there's a couple of characters called that in Mario or something, wasn't there? Goomba? Yeah, the Mario character is called the goomba. Oh, so no I know we had uh, Italian dudes in our our unit when I was in the Marines. They called people, "Well, you goomba." <laughs> Huh? Well, what mean? a it messy.
1: means an older friend. I don't know if it means like an older person that's your friend or yeah. a friend that you've mm-hmm. had for a long time. It just says an, an older, e- an friend. elderly
0: person who is your friend or a long-time friend. Hey, Goomba, yeah. Goomba. Here, Goomba. <laughs> it could also. That's yeah. probably a derogatory term. And we're pissing a bunch of people. Uh, I guess if he uses it <laughs> sarcastically, it could be derogatory. Sorry. <laughs> we don't mean it. We didn't know any better.
1: <laughs> the next word is... We're a bunch of good. The next one is balstrophigan. What? thing? It's B O U S. C R O U H E.
0: Booze, rue, something?
1: Let me spell it again here.
0: Bathro something. E. B O U. B-O-U-R.
1: B-O-U-R Barstrophedin. Wow. E.
0: I don't even have a clue on that one.
1: Yeah, that's kind of barstrophedin.
0: Your 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 boars or coffin. He has some sick pigs
1: out there somewhere. <laughs> Well, that word there, uh, I don't know, if Terry, is he still there?
0: I'm still here.
1: Okay. Well, that word just means a back and forth pattern. Oh, like a zigzag. Yeah.
0: So why do you say zigzag? Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm wondering.
0: (laughs) So many words in the English language.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to think how to say this next one. Hmm. Fesca. Let me just spell it. It starts off with the F U.
2: Oh, F U.
1: F U. S C O F E R U G I N O U S.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I try to pronounce that one either. Yeah, wow. that's, that's Finger how skill uses. <laughs> skating. Yeah. I'm going to stick with
1: that. <laughs> yeah, it wow. It means having a rusty color.
2: Yeah.
1: And sometimes I wonder why they just can't say a oh, rusty color, but we have to come up with this weird word.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: We got one more word. Oh, no. It's Oops. contumely. See? Oh, wow. Z- O-N-T-U-M-E-L-Y, contumely. 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 Contumely, contumely. 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 Something. Come on my tumely. Come on
0: my tumely. (laughs) Well, cumely means somebody who's beautiful, so you're going to come and rub your beautiful tummy. (laughs)
1: Rub lotion on me that word right there means a rude remark oh. <laughs> yeah. All righty. so just a quick thing here if anybody that's listening uses any of these words we'd sure like to hear how you use them
0: <laughs> yeah hopefully properly
1: some crazy words
0: <laughs> so does Terry want to take over on the top ten list I got Terry's terrible top 10 stuff. Of... <laughs> Continuing on with my list of presidents, last week I did t- uh, 13 of them I believe. I left on with Millard Fillmore. but Anyway, so uh, number 14 is James Buchanan. Oh no. Uh, Franklin Pierce was, he was a heavy drinker. He was one of the heaviest drinkers to ever hold the office of president. Hmm. Yeah. Even more office, than Grant. Huh? Grant yeah. was forced to be a heavy drinker. When he left office, he said there's nothing more to do but get drunk, sober <laughs> up. <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> Now, number 15 is James Buchanan He was a lifelong bachelor. Oh, that guy. (laughs) He he was the only president to remain a lifelong bachelor, even though he was engaged to a woman at one point. It was speculated and rumored that he had had a boyfriend Senator William Rufus King of Alabama. Alabama. Dave, How do you know all this, Keith? <laughs> hmm. So, so something I Buttig- heard of somewhere before. So, Pete <laughs> Buttigieg wouldn't have been the first gay president then, ever way back then. You know? I can't remember which, which president or politicians referred to uh, Buchanan and his boyfriend as the sisters. <laughs> <laughs> and Number 16, I think we all know who that is. Huh,
1: who, I think who, it was some tall guy with a penny. He on a penny, right?
0: Seven years he's on a $5 bill. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. One thing Abraham Lincoln. You know, being in, in Illinois, we should know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think we did. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln created. The Secret Service, just a few hours before he was assassinated.
1: That wasn't a very long secret then, was it?
0: (laughs) Well, actually, when he created the Secret Service, it was to be looking for, through Wells Fargo, to look for counterfeit monies. It evolved into protecting the president, you know, as, as time went on. Well, what I understand it is, up until that point, the Pinkerton Detective Agency handled a lot of the investigative needs of the government. And Lincoln was not too thrilled with them, or they had somehow fallen on the outs. And that's why he developed this new service. So I, I didn't, wasn't aware, like what he said, they were initially in charge of like you know mail fraud or whatnot. But it would make sense, but that's what the Pinkertons largely did.
1: Hmm. All our listeners are learning something today.
0: Number 17 was Andrew Johnson. He escaped being a slave of servitude. Uh, he he didn't come from a well-educated background. Oh. He, oh, he was one of our dumber presidents. His mother sent him to be a servant when he was a child. He never had a former education, but his wife helped him learn to read and write. And, and look what that got him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> impeached. <laughs> he was the first impeached president. Really? Yeah. And then number, what was that next one? 16?
1: Ulysses S.
0: Grant. Well, Lincoln was 16. Lincoln was
1: 16 and then so 17. Johnson
0: would have been 17. Grant would be 18.
1: Eighteen,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm on. This is number eighteen. Okay. Ulysses S. Grant. It's not
1: his real name.
0: What? I know. I know. You would name. be surprised at what his real initials were.
1: <laughs> uh oh. Tell us, Terry. I know you know.
0: It, it's why he changed them. Euron. <laughs> Euron. Right. Am I pronouncing it right? Hiram. Oh well, this is saying Euron Ulysses Hiram Ulysses Grant. Hug. Hug. And of course, you can imagine going to military academy, why that would be a bad choice for initials.
2: Hug. <laughs> Someone me.
0: Fortunately, whatever he got sent, there was a typographical error on his application. And they knew that he went by the name Ulysses. And because his mother's maiden name was Simpson, they put Ulysses S. Grant on his application, and the initials yeah. stuck. Right. He had, his, he had asked his wife to come up with a name to represent the S, when she never could do it. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the S doesn't really stand for anything. It's just the guy made a mistake and thought it, st- thought it stood for Simpson, which was his mother's maiden name. But he just lacked the U.S. initials, so he just kept it. Whew, number 19 was Rutherford B. Hayes. He had a presidential of firsts. He was the first president to have an Easter egg hunt. Oh, in really? In <laughs> 1878. He was taking a walk and a group of children asked if they could possibly have an Easter egg hunt on the South Lawn of the White House and he liked the idea. Done it ever since. Huh? It used to be a Tradition today, wow! Number twenty, James Garfield was a South His presidency only lasted eighty-one days. <laughs> James Garfield, yeah.
1: Why yeah. was that? Was he sick, or did he? Get he was, was assassinated. Oh,
0: he I was, thought he lasted longer than that. He here's a, he a South Paul, but here's the first ambidextrous president meaning he could use both hands. Yeah. Would I think he also started out as a school teacher. Big word. <laughs> and he would say abiderius. That's, a say weird <laughs> that's a what frog weird That's like frogs, right? there. are amphibians, so they can both. <laughs> uh, Twenty-one, Chester Arthur. He enjoyed a regular, exuberant lifestyle. He owned 80 pairs of pants. 80. Yeah, 80 pairs of pants. That was a lot back in them days. He must not want to do longer very often. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm. He liked he had a personal valet and have fresh flowers put in front of the portrait of his deceased wife, not ex-wife, but his wife. And 20, 22 is Grover Cleveland served two terms, but they weren't back to back. He's the only president to serve two non-consecutive terms. Until Trump does it. (laughs) <laughs> and so then uh, number 23, Benjamin Harrison was the first White House resident with electricity. Uh-huh. And Harrison and his wife were were known to leave all the lights on because they were afraid that they would get electroc- electrocuted if they turned them on. <laughs> because they could, and taxpayers are paying the bill. <laughs> 24, it says, William McKinley, uh, he was assassinated he was shot in the torso. Uh, he told them as they took him away after being shot by the guy, don't hurt him. You know, his a scratch.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and about the Python reference.
1: Uh.
0: And uh, he just felt that the guy was a Poor fellow didn't know what he's doing. You know. He's a moron. Look who he shot. <laughs> uh, on my finger. <laughs> who else but a moron would shoot the president? Yes. Theodore Roosevelt. He adventure of the teddy bear. He gave us <laughs> he gave a speech after being shot. You know, Theodore Roosevelt. He was a tough guy. And yeah, he started out pretty sickly, but he didn't. He definitely was pretty tough. He was shot at close range, and continued to, shortly before giving a campaign speech in 1912. 1912. With the bullet still lodged his body, and let's see. Now the no, teddy bear really was named after him, but he really hated being called Teddy. He didn't yeah. like like the bear either. Right. Huh. Six. William Howard Taft never got stuck in the bathtub. Uh, (laughs) Because the legend was (laughs) good. Well, he was the biggest one. The thing is, is the legend is he got stuck in the bathtub in the White House, which isn't true. He got stuck in the bathtub, but it wasn't in the White House. It was in the hotel down the street.
1: (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Was he uh, visiting? He was a pretty uh, heavy guy. In Uh, New Jersey. Visiting
0: his mistress down the street, got stuck in her bathtub. He was. He got stuck in a in a hotel bathroom in New Jersey, but everybody everybody thinks he got stuck in the White House. But and twenty seven. Well, that's how big he was. He was in a White House bathtub, but got stuck and went down their street. (laughs) Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson was the first president to give a live radio broadcast speech. Yeah. Uh, he used to public speaking, but he was very anxious about giving the speech. Um, nationwide radio broadcast. I don't know. I'm trying to see if it'll say what year that was. I don't it was know. after 1920 because before 1920, there was no radio, yeah. at least not for public broadcast. There, there was, there's, had been like wireless, you know, Morse code kind of radio since around the turn of the century. Right. Broadcast radio that would transmit voice. He was 28. Warren Harding had unique nicknames. And his name nickname was Winnie.
1: Winnie. <laughs> Winnie. Windy, Winnie, I guess. The like, Winnie
0: the Pooh. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I know he was a kind of a shady character. Yeah. But some folks called him Sunny. And huh. depends on which figure you pulled. Is, is he sunny or is he Windy? I mean Winnie. And <laughs> 29 is Calvin Coolidge. He was born on Independence Day. He was notoriously quiet, Calvin Coolidge, which I think Wasn't I think he was on like a big like thousand no five hundred dollar bill or something. He's not one of the really big dollar bills, Mm five hundred bill or a thousand or something like that.
1: That's weird because you don't see those bills very often. So you don't. I don't even know who he is. uh, They don't really
0: use them. They're not in circulation. They're they they were invented so that banks could transfer large amounts of money uh, with you know these large dollar bills. They were never really meant for personal circulation
1: well they should have like printed out some of that monopoly money
0: <laughs> uh, they should uh they should bring the 500 hundred dollar bill back because with everything costing so much money yeah, really, <laughs> yeah. they they should they should start going to a, a higher denomination bill but then could you imagine if if a little kid came into the candy store and said get a you know, 10 cent pack of gum and said, Can I break this $500 bill? <laughs> well,
1: well, that 10 cent pack of gum ain't 10 cents. That's going to be five dollars now. Yeah,
0: it'll be a $10 candy bar or something. Uh-huh. Well, that's well, number we, 30. We'll wrap up there. I'll pick up some more later. i uh-huh. will be with, with Yeah, some- w- one thing real quick about uh-huh. Calvin uh-huh. Coolidge is he was known as being a man of few words and he, he, yeah, he gave speeches because he was a politician. Is that what they do? But it, it, when he would socialize, he would never say anything. And it famously, I think a reporter uh, had bet somebody uh, that, that Calvin Coolidge, uh, he, he could get him to say more than more than three words. And Calvin Coolidge looked at him and he says, you lose.
2: And he didn't say a single
0: word the rest of the night. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the story goes something like that. I, I'd have to look it up, again. but anyway, <laughs> it's it is time now to move on to our anchor topic. And have to tell Jill the topic is going to be on orientation and mobility. And I know last week we were talking about the Victor Trek, and I wasn't going to. Ha- go back and touch base with that, but if Victor Trek does GPS and that is a feature of the orientation part of orientation and mobility. So you want to return back to that conversation? What?
1: Um. Orientation. Terry can pick it up from there because really you and him would know more about the tracker part than I do. I'm still...
0: Well, I heard somebody's turn on and say "Orient." Yeah, on. it was mine. I took my earbud down so everybody wow. can hear it.
1: So he can do some of the, the buttons. So, so just just explain. kind of give an
0: overview. I don't know how far we want to get into it. We can always come back to it if we start to run too long. So it, it, if someone's going to use this as an orientation device, what's some of the first things they need to know?
1: Pick it up, Terry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying bark, bark. Where's that <laughs> orientation button at? On Missouri
0: Avenue. Yeah, start with that. I'm on Missouri Avenue.
1: Yeah, but how, where's your orientation button for people that don't know?
0: On the top row. In the middle, and if you hit number five, it's a round button. It'll tell you I'm headed south now. If I was to, if I was to get away from the dog so they're chasing you. If you, (laughs) if you, if you you turn on the GPS, if you're walking, you can turn the the GPS on, the GPS tracker Breeze, uh, and all you have to do is well, it's it's the victor trek because it combines the breeze into the victor reader stream yeah So when you're you could just start walking and as you're walking it will tell you which direction you're going if i'm it said i'm i'm facing south and so it's telling me that i'm facing south if i started to walk the other direction it would tell me that i'm going north you know, you don't have to walk very many steps and it would tell you, you know, the change of your direction. If you went east or west or, or or whatever, and when you don't do anything here for a few minutes, it'll periodically come back on and tell you what it just did because I haven't pushed any buttons. I haven't went nowhere. It's just stationary. So it kind of does that to let you know, hey, it's, I'm still here, <laughs> you know. And so, well,
1: I was wondering, can you kind of go over like I did the buttons, what each button does uh, in that mode, the orientation mode. Okay. Well, you mean in the key describer, key describer mode.
0: mode? Well, while you're in the orientation mode, what is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
1: nine? Yeah. Right, and the other the top, number one, buttons, what do they do?
0: The number one press and hold. is enter and exit the user guide. you press and hold it, and you can enter and exit the user guide. But number two is your map browsing mode. And it's also your arrow up key. You know, yeah. Yeah. saying there's dots on it. Your number three. While selecting a landmark or edit, edit the item. Uh, while selecting a landmark or edit, edit the item. Number three is used to edit the item, meaning. That would be, you could delete it. You can use that to ed, bring up your edit menu, to where you can, uh, on your landmarks that you make, you can um, unselect it as a destination. You can edit its name, or just delete it all together. Um, Button number four left arrow. is just your left arrow. That's all four does. Five is your. Okay. Where am I? If you press that at any point in your journey, it'll tell you where you are. It'll tell you the next intersection coming up. It'll tell you how far you have to go on your route, if you created one. And it'll tell you how far you have went. It'll tell you how fast you're going. Um, if you press and hold it, it'll tell you what other points of interest are around you. So if you're in a car, you can you can press that and you can see how, how fast your driver is speeding. Right. And um, and they'll say, no, I'm not. I'll say, My GPS <laughs> thinks you are. <laughs> and there, there's you know a few more things in five. We can go over that if you want. I can. Well, I'm still in key describer mode. But when I go out of key describer mode, we can press and hold it. And you'll get a better understanding of what that does. But oh, this, is, this is fine. We're out of time. but The key describer is giving us the idea. When uh, you write an arrow, press
2: and hold. So, Toggle open area locked. Press and hold.
0: Indoor route review. So number six has a lot of functions on it, apparently. So it's more than just the right arrow. Right. Yeah, I think in
1: previous and next, four and six. But it's more two and six. Go ahead. And so again, it's right
2: arrow,
1: press, oh, total open, area. Oh, open area. So when you're off a road,
0: right, you could lock it. You know, what that means is when you're in an open area, it uses compass directions. Like you're walking, it's ahead of you, you know, 255 degrees. Well, yeah. in general, the GPS navigates based on the streets. And if you get off the street by, I don't know how many steps, about 30 paces or so, then it doesn't know what street you're close to, and so it puts you in an open area. And sometimes it's handy, like if you go to a park, just to be an open area. But sometimes if you're walking around the park and you get within, say, 30 paces of the road, it's going to go bling and, and latch you back to the street. So then it throws you off of where you were trying to navigate in the park. And so you can lock into off-route so it doesn't try to drag you back to the street all the
1: time. Would that be something you would use like in a hospital building or in a building? Or is there something uh, I don't, else for that? I don't
0: think so. I, well, I think what we use it for in training, was like what Keith is saying. If you went to a park, you're you're yeah door area like a, a camping site let's say a
1: cemetery right right well yeah
0: okay <laughs> so let's say you're you walking around a cemetery that's south roxana there it is so, the road just makes a big u shape basically if you and lock so, it into uh, go ahead and let's say so you, as you get far enough into the cemetery it's going to go an off route and so you can be off route and kind of map your way around. Okay, here's, you know, a tombstone for somebody or or whatever. And then as you approach the street, it's going to throw you back into regular navigation so you can lock it so you stay off route because maybe there's a oh, grave sorry. site you, maybe there's a grave site you want to visit that is kind of close to the road but but you whenever it locks onto the street, you're going to lose your position. Um, right. Or another thing, like what I was going to say, was, uh, they take us to a park. And so you, you lock it in. Whenever you go into free mode or you can lock it in that way because then you have access to create POIs without using street stuff as well. So you can walk over and say, okay, walk over here. Here's a swing set. Put a POI here at the swing set. Or, or the water fountain or a trash can. And then can. you go to the... And then you go and you walk over like that. You go over here. Here's a red tree stump. So you put a POI there. And then, and then they take you over here and say, "Here's the slide." You put. I, a, I, I think water fountains and trash cans be more useful than red tree stumps. <laughs> you
2: know, the same.
0: But I know what you mean, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> different points that's where you could lock into, and so then you can actually navigate to those without you know being on the roads. Right. Yeah. And you started to say earlier that whenever you're in that mode, instead of saying, you know, walk down the street to the next corner and do this, it'll tell you this, this thing you want to go to is in front of you, or it's at your 10 o'clock, or it's at your, uh, you know, three o'clock or whatever. And it'll give you so many paces ahead. Yeah. And so well, number seven what's going on with the... Number seven, number seven, again, is, uh, let's see if I. Is that some menus or something? Toggle settings. And you can press and hold to toggle the voice, supposedly. Uh, Yeah, generally, these uh, products come with a male and female voice. But you said something to before about it doesn't have that on this model. I I haven't really played with it myself. I, but seven tends to be the button for doing settings and whatnot. It says it's there. I have I think I've heard it, but that's just it. It just has the male, female. It's not like your iPhone has got hundreds of different. Kinds. Yeah, it doesn't give you a lot of choices. Information Number. Oh, wait. Er, wrong button. Not used in orientation. Number eight. Not used in orientation. That's not right. Too what did it say? Not used, not, oh. use not used in orientation number, but number eight. Huh. And, eight. and it may not be for orientation. Well, it's the arrow down button. Yeah, you but know, press and hold backtrack. Now, number nine is press and hold, and you go into your backtrack, which means if you've walked a route, uh, you went someplace, you created a poi. And you want to get back where you started at, you press and hold number nine and it'll take you backwards. Right. So if you and so if you walk from your house to the post office, once you leave the post office, you can hit that button and it'll automatically do a route from the post office back home.
1: Right.
0: You don't have to stand there and then go back the POIs and select your house and, and they'll go through all the motions. You can just press it. just wherever the last place you want, it'll take you back. Then. Right. Right. And let's see if it'll do the star. star.
1: What? What's that? It just said star. Yeah. You
0: know, the star is generally your escape key or uh, your cancel
1: key. Oh yeah. And the other uh, is your console. I may have, I don't think I toggled out of here.
0: And and your pound is usually your enter key. Oh yeah, Uh, no. um, uh, That's the cancel button, but the the um, pound key is.
2: Confirm your selection. Return to current position on route. Press and hold.
1: Get power information.
0: Mm, So that does three different things as well.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's it. Information. Zero is your information, or you press and hold it to exit and enter the key describer. I don't think it'll... Well, down here you have your clock button, of course.
1: Clock, announce current time. Press and hold, enter date and time settings
0: menu. And then, those
1: buttons probably don't have much to do with the GPS, do they? The play and fast well, forward?
0: Well, and- the, the, the play and fast forward kind of acts as your left and right arrow button. Oh. They, they do the same thing as your four and six key. If you're, oh. Right. If you hit the left arrow, it says left arrow. That's it. If you hit the right arrow, it says right arrow, press and hold. Total open area locked. When using remote. Of- yeah. What, and I find that helpful because sometimes I have trouble landing my fingers on the 456 home row position and stuff so I want to do left or right arrow while I'm using it. It's easier for me to find those keys at the bottom. Oh. Those instead. But they do exactly the same thing as the four and six. <laughs> hey, I but heard
1: the, it's an indoor the, route preview. What yeah, that's what
0: I'm trying to tell you is it's got more stuff, which it's it's like number nine where you can toggle your know, the um, um, lock. Hold on. Right arrow, press and hold, toggle open area locked when using routes, press and
2: hold indoor route review.
0: When you're using a route, you can press and hold it for the indoor review. I mean you can sit in your house, ha- you can create a, a route from your house to Disney World, and you can sit in your house and use the right arrow button. And navigate each turn by turn direction, you know, huh. et cetera. You did- it did say in indoor preview, so right. uh, I, I haven't used that because I haven't had a chance to sit down with this latest update on the uh, track. But I think what Jill was thinking of is there are some GPSs out there that will do indoor navigation, uh, right? And so I don't, well, the- I don't think this is what. The trek will do, but but no. maybe it will. I don't know. No, you the blind square will the blind square app that right. will indoor navigation. And, and the ones that do indoor navigation in the older days, they use what's called dead reckoning, which is really inaccurate. But the newer ones will use like indoor cell phone beacons, and that's how they can figure out which way you're going. Huh. Right. Now, the play button says repeat, last message or stop current message. repeat the last, message, repeat last message, or stop current message, or it'll stop the current message. Right. So, if you're walking down the street and it says something, oh, what did it say? Oh, it says you're 49 steps to the corner of the intersection. But if you let's say it said that, and then you stop and you make it and you do something and it says something different, then it won't say that first one again. <laughs> It'll <doesn't laughs> only say the most recent thing that said be walking down the street with my white cane.
1: So it's yeah. more or less a repeat button. Okay, well, we're about uh, done with that, right? So we're I'm just, just going to our... say,
0: if there's anything you want to wrap up with that, and then we mm. can do our closing <laughs> thoughts. Not really, not other than like when you start walking around with it or driving, but we can go over that another time.
1: And the main thing is getting the, like, like we did before, just tell the buttons and what they do and then go next step, step by step. and
0: Right. But if you get listen to press and hold the number one button, it's the on-screen user guide. And you just listen to that and they'll tell you all the stuff about it.
1: You know? Oh yeah. I did that. And it's very informative.
0: And <laughs> yeah, stuff, but okay. Well, that's about all we got to say about it this time around, but. Yep. Final thoughts. Sometimes they're, sometimes in fact, they're, I think I actually did have a story to read, but I didn't get around to it. But I don't have much time left. So sometimes they're duds and sometimes they're just hilarious. Somebody
1: sent in a story. Is that what I heard?
0: Yeah, but I didn't have time. I don't have time to read it. And my, it
1: is. you can squeeze it, um,
0: okay. squeeze it in. Let me see if I can find Final it. Final thoughts. Before the final thoughts, all righty. This is sent in from a listener who has a guide dog, and they say, This happened in a Walmart when I was shopping with my wife and a, my guide dog. When a person approached, they asked, Is that one of them blind dogs? me yes he is blind that's why i walk him around everywhere in a harness he <laughs> likes to visit the places he used to go when he could see it's a comfort to him them oh that's so nice of you is he any pain me pain why would he be any any pain them His blindness, I would hate to think your dog would be hurting me, realizing that they are truly clueless about what they're saying. I'm going to play with this a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, he isn't in any pain at all. At least he never says anything to me about it. (laughs) Them, good. Good. He seems to be handling being blind so well. Me, yeah, dogs are like that. They bounce back so well. (laughs) About this time, my wife, realizing what was going on, tried to drag me away, (laughs) apologizing to the person, but her explanations were futile. Though she tried to tell them I was only playing with them, it was too late. The thought was seated in their mind. And her corrective action telling them it was me who was blind and the dog who could see always seemed to confuse them even more as we parted ways. (laughs) So there's our email for the week.
1: (laughs) That was pretty funny. Who wants to go first? I got a final thought.
0: I only have one. Uh, I'll go first. (laughs) I tried to write a joke about camouflage, but it just didn't stand out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the only one I got.
1: Well, I got... Business is slow at the medicine factory. You can really hear a cough drop.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well... (laughs) What does a sprinter eat before a race? Nothing. They fast.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I got another one here. I like to the stick their noses in my business. My company makes tissues. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I do have one more. I need to do some reading in Chiropractor's monthly magazine. I don't have a current subscription, but I definitely have back issues. <laughs> <laughs> well. I want to say, before we close out, that uh, for anybody listening, to this, if we, uh, I had put a, a list, I sent a list of Family-friendly podcasts into the Illinois Council of the Blind, which I think all three of us are now members of the Illinois Council of the Blind, and so they had put put it and printed it in their um, Braille Messenger for the start mm-hmm. of 2021. And so, if you listen to the Braille Messenger, you'll find podcasts in there with some other yeah. to listen to. So. And if Family you're listening to us, because you saw us there, thank to us. welcome to the show. Now that we're getting ready to close and, out. <laughs> and so continue to listen. We can get funnier. <laughs> yeah and even funnier <laughs> when people send us their funniest stories we'll actually read your, your uh, story in the show so that is the show and this is where we close out and we make our final remarks this is your host Keith signing off saying thanks for listening see you next week any dogs you want to say bye <laughs> oh now they don't <laughs> <laughs> now they're quiet oh, now they're one. going away <laughs> but hey people send us a rating and review, tell a friend about us, and um, that's how we grow our audience and oh so we like to reach as many people as we can.
2: That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com